0: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the starship Enterprise. It's five-year mission to
1: explore strange new worlds, to seek out new life and new civilization, to boldly go where no man has gone before.
0: Greetings, salutations, and welcome to ReTrek. I'm Captain Jim. With me, of course, Sir Admiral Elliot. Hi there. And Dr. Squee. <clears throat> Dragon! And we're here to talk about the finale of the six-episode retaking Deep Space Nine occupation. They've never sort of given this uh, an official title, have they? You'd think they'd, they'd give the arc?
2: Do you know what? what? <clears throat> I really I consider this like at the core of the Dominion arc so much that I consider it the Dominion Arc, war, the Dominion War Arc. Like, I know it's not the entirety of the war, but it's the heart of it's it. It's an
0: arc within an arc. Yeah. Yeah, it is. You drop that truth bomb yeah, on you. That's pretty <laughs> meta, isn't
2: it? I think there was a bit of lag between us. I, I just wrote just, back to say to pop- No, I got. Um, my signal dropped just as we went live. Yeah, Ooh.
1: yeah. <laughs> Because so you, <laughs> you were lagging, because
2: you were because we were lagging. I knew that was the point where you would naturally jump in, but there was just dead silence, and it sounded like we were just all blown away by. I what know you that's were it. I just about.
0: dropped an absolute death <laughs> charge there.
2: No, I, did, I was just saying that was meta.
1: Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to say something before we get up. No, before we start getting loads of comments and complaints about. Um, how I've titled this week's episode. hmm It isn't a spelling mistake. Oh. I have spelt it as it is... Oops. Can we get it? On the sleeve, F-A-P-O-R.
0: Yeah. You. No, that's fine,
1: but I want to put it out I there. Just wanted, I just wanted to point out that I haven't made a spelling mistake. I've copied it, how it was originally released. And
0: for those of you listening on the podcast i refuse to spell things the american way even when that's what the episode is titled so it will be correctly spelled for the podcast and you know what we'll probably lose viewers because they won't be able to find it but i don't care
2: and if through the listener and viewership this is something that's troubled you this week get out more fucking get a life man come on look this is not healthy you haven't left the house in three days come on kevin Uh, No, I did want to put it out there because I know at times my spelling isn't the
1: greatest. I just wanted to put it out that I hadn't made a proper... About that, I have
2: done it deliberately. Sorry, good, no, but someone fine. has out. we uh, yeah. have made an, a, a grievous error this week. Ooh, we know. have already? we have only I'm been on two minutes. Oh, sorry. Elliot, squee of Swampside's my plane break. how yeah, do I move it? Oh, there we go. Fake oh, off. I feel so <laughs> I got it. I got <laughs> there it.
0: we go. For oh, Facebook God, users, oh, happy now.
2: I thought my neck was pulling a little bit. That's it. Spelling mistake is exactly It's mean, not a spelling mistake.
0: Wingers. They're both correct. Elliot has used the American spelling, which is what the title is actually spelled as. I will be using I... the British spelling because I'm pedantic.
2: Yeah. May I also suggest that such a a, a two-parter, like because it's two part within the six-parter. Yeah yeah, 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 it is. But it's like with, within this two-parter, I feel like it called the spirit of action to life so much through us just re-watching it. The Expendable four released a trailer. That's how much action is in this episode. Like uh, I can't
0: believe they're doing Expendables four, but
1: you know, I can. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised they're not on. I'm surprised they're not up to Expendables six already. I'm actually surprised it's taken so long. It's no
0: Fast 4. and Furious. <laughs> That's why there's not that many. Um, so. Oh, just before this, sorry, but this is relevant at least. I remember when they did a series of Dominion War novels um, to tie in with the ongoing Dominion War, and there were two TNG novels and two DS9 novels in this little four-part release of novels. And the TNG one was an original story of what is the Enterprise-E doing during all this battle. The DS9 one was two books... Which between the two of them were a novelisation of these six episodes. Now, thinking about all six DS9 episodes, if you wanted to really incentivize someone to buy that second book, where would you leave where would you leave off? Where would you put your cliffhanger out of these six episodes? Oh Well, they didn't um... do it after
2: Sons and Daughters, did they? Mm-hmm. Oh, for Christ's sake, anywhere but that I,
1: would I'm off to, to get how they wrote it. They wrote the first three episodes and then the second three episodes. Mm-hmm. Oh and my God. It, and didn't take any care, any notice of
0: where he actually was. <laughs> the actual split in the books was the bombastic cliffhanger where <laughs> Worf says, Yes, I know him. He's my son. So right at the start of Sons and Daughters, and that's where they chose to put the cliffhanger oh my in. my God.
2: Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yep. And also, as we've established, I'm guessing anyone who's reading those books is already a Trekkie. So already the needle drop moment already happened when he said Alexander Rechenko, they don't need that. <laughs> was, was this movie made uh, before or
1: after Insurrect So were these books released before or after insurrection?
0: Oh, good question. I would have to check.
1: I really because really because we have seen it on screen. We know what where the Enterprise scene was during the Dominion War. Picard was putting beads on his head. That's
0: true. That's yeah. very true. He yeah,
1: was fed up being bald. That's true, and I don't blame him. <laughs> He had his experimental stage. It's no wonder he, they kept him out of it. He's got a <laughs> bit hippie guys. No, we don't want him. He might go all love and peace on us. And I know what the chef's the
2: always been love and
0: peace. <laughs>
2: and we even know that the chefs on board the Enterprise were making a nice vinaigrette, something which pairs nicely with chrysanthemums.
0: With what, sorry? <laughs> Chrysanthemums. 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 Ooh. Chrysanthemums. I think very I very almost posh. said the word very. Left. posh. I know I can't well, say no, that's that. In the... right at moment.
2: That's in <laughs> the insurrection. Oh, I'm yes, well,
0: it's about a lot of
1: dental treatments.
0: So. We're 10 minutes in. Let's go. <laughs> Deep Space Nine. So we start off with a little battle. Not a big battle.
1: We're going to get a big battle. Don't you, don't you think this is a nice classic little bit and switch we get at the beginning here? Go on. That we think one because we think one thing's happening. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, that, oh, the defiance in trouble, and those no shields, and, oh, shit, the Dominion's coming down on them. And then it's, ah, here we go, power on. Let's split the switch. Yeah. It's amazing how quick a starship in them situations can power on. It how is. You can turn something on and off. Because this is really relevant later on in this episode. This takes less than 22 seconds to turn the power back on. Yep.
0: Yeah. No problem. So keep that and in your back pocket. Keep that we'll, in mind. We'll come back to it. What I noticed about this, and I've noticed it a little bit over the last couple of episodes, but I thought I'd save it until this last one. Bashir's turned it all right, psyche bastard, haven't he, since this war started? Like, he's just sort the of hovering panels. behind everyone every time. <laughs> what are we going to do, Captain? If you want to win this war, you well, need to be doing this.
1: Like, well, all right, well, calm down. I, I don't, it's because it's he's uh, been outed as being, like, super genius, innit? So no, no hiding hiding it. So he's no longer hiding it, and he's, like, not found his balance yet with it. He's sort of like, oh, oh I, I can, can see think. that.
2: The way I took it, I thought it was just um, sort of setting up for a kind of his mini art, basically. Actually, it fits in your theory perfectly, because in statistical probabilities, where he's got to basically be tempted to sell out the Federation. I think that's the kind of cynicism which is mm. is going into him at this stage, and, you know. So it does, like it, they do, build up very nicely, though. Like you say, it's kind of a stare, but it's like to begin with, it's nice and subtle. Now you go, whoa. Yeah,
0: he's just yeah. I suppose it's maybe a bit of the stress as well. That... Yeah, and, suppose... and there's also
2: an well, well, I don't want to sort of like preempt it because I I really want to talk about this moment, but it's a bit where they're doing the poem and he stands forward really dramatically. Oh, he does. <laughs> yeah. Like, Wow, like, you know, he's, uh, and you could write that into the fact that he's, because he's being himself, owning himself, he's so confident that he's like, he's moving in this really dramatic way. He just
0: really likes Charge of the Light Brigade.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it's like, in real life, can you imagine? A, you can't imagine anyone bursting into poetry like that. B. If they were going to, that one person just reciting as they're sat there, the other one's like, "And so I say to you." (laughs) You Yeah, I mean,
0: it's very good. I I will start a poem later in this episode, and we'll see if you two can can finish the poem.
1: It
2: depends what it is. It might be a really easy um,
1: one. Uh, I like, okay, if it's really easy, I might get it. What, what's Wilson? that,
2: Hedgie? There was a young lady from Alpha Centauri. No, no, Hedgie. No, it was a, a young lady from Venus. Yeah,
0: <laughs> they never got Stop. to finish it.
2: Again. <laughs> this, this is why he only talks on the live ones. It's like live and uncensored. Then. That's it. It's disgusting.
0: Um, yeah. Then they decide they need a big victory, so we're going to retake Deep Space Nine. So it's like, yeah. We spoke um, We spoke to the network. They said we could get away with a six-episode arc, but no longer than that. So we need to hit the reset button and get yeah. us all back on the station now. So come uh, on.
2: Yeah. Also, we've got the momentum nice. Like, we've we've got it back after Sons and like, Daughters. Mostly the fucking Sons part.
1: Yeah. Like, it's interesting as well, because it, is, it goes back to what I was saying last week about how to do the costs of episodes. Mm-hmm. Because less episodes couple of episodes haven't been that cost that much of like special effects Mm. they've been all actors on sets and now we've got two very massively effect-laden episodes yeah i mean then if you then the next two episodes are actually again set episodes so they cost a lot less so they're spending loads on these yeah well Well, that's it episodes don't they yeah they do but it's like Yeah. yeah i mean um yeah, and, and it is, it's just that thing how they, have, they got a budget of, was it a million episode episodes? It was uh, one 20,
0: or two, I think, I can't remember so, exactly. So you
1: have 24 million for the year, and if you want to do a massive episode for 4 million, you've got to save that in other episodes. That's it, exactly. A, you're not getting an extra 3 million to do that. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I no, but I just um it's the quality which I love that they've gonna manage to maintain. It doesn't really feel that's, like it's one once before a cousin. That's you know, what's clever. It's some really nice kind of work. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, apart from sets like, and <laughs> this,
2: In this uh, episode, uh, it's it's this step forward they make as well that that they you you can see they've invested some money, even though some of the shots don't hold up perfectly. But it's like it's mainly when one ship's going in front of another. I think they were struggling to do on CGI really well. But uh, but, but you compare it to of, the uh... early series, Deep Space Nine, and my God, it's night and day.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's still a lot of um, physical models used as well, though. Yeah, and a lot of it, as you can tell because... Um, like, it was odd to come to this later in the episode, but with the physical models, they do look so much better on the screen. It's why things like Star Wars still holds up as a great movie, because it, it wasn't CGI, but The Phantom Menace doesn't hold up anymore because it was early CGI. I
0: mean, arguably The Phantom Menace don't hold up because of the script and the acting. Well, I mean, the CGI doesn't help. Well, I was not to go about... Greg was talking, Craig talking is amazing. ...about how it looks. Greg Proops was fine, yeah.
2: Leave Greg Props alone. I'm doing my buddy now. He's been. I have just
0: said that he was fine in a Star Wars prequel, which is high praise indeed. Um,
2: And he was also on the TV (laughs) show for an episode. Was he? Yeah, Clone was. Are you like his agent or something? He was who, kind enough to go on about, my show.
1: Are we I about like Gacha here?
0: Greg Proops. No, Greg Proops. Greg Proops is awesome. To be fair, whose lines it anyway? Whose lines it anyway? The American oh, guy. Oh, I know him. Really, yeah, really, yeah, Um
2: Yeah.
0: Anyway, I mean. so Garak thinks they've put a transmitter in his head. Wait, I just no. really enjoy this, and he makes a good point. It's like, well, that's what I'd do.
1: I'm not being funny, yeah. but when we look at what they do, what they've actually done to Waldo what we find out, how he <laughs> yeah, yeah you're way. right. Actually, Garrick has a very good point. Starfleet Intelligence could do this. <laughs> yeah, and also, I
2: Also, I think Garrick, like, he probably does to a degree mean it, but I, I love the fact that Garrick's just probably just fucking around. He's basically. probably just he's, bored. He's bored. Yeah, he yeah, but, yeah he's bored between yeah, but
1: yeah. You've also got that Garrick did use a torch, because we've already seen that Garrick was a torch. And Garrick torch, did yeah.
0: have a chip put in his head oh, yeah. to help yeah, with but, his torturing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so if you've got someone who used to do torture i used to chips being put in the head and they say i think they would put a chip in my head because that's what i would do he is probably he's doing it to wind them up what he's saying but he's giving them a truth that you can do this if you want well, yeah oh he definitely
2: knows he can do it but i think it's yeah I think it's definitely he's fucking around with them yeah. but- but there's a part of his brain which is like, well, it's kind of plausible, but it's like it's if he was concerned about it, he would never say it to them if he was yeah. genuinely concerned. No, that's yeah.
0: true. Yeah, and Garrick would that. have a way of knowing whether he's got a chip in his head or not, I would guess.
2: Yeah, chip in the head, scanner. Yeah, chip in the head,
1: scanner. Well, he there a chip in his head, he'd probably know.
0: Yeah, exactly. There you go. They'd, they'd speak to each other. I bet a Cardassian chip in your head kills any other chips that are put in your head.
2: Actually, knowing Garrick, probably that his uh, chip detector would also turn any chips in his head to his voice and his command. So he'd, like, probably, yeah, something. That's it. Yeah.
0: He'd control Starfleet intelligence if they had put a chip <laughs> in his head.
2: He'd find a way to feed it some more of those drugs which he used to be on before the wire.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, and then yeah, Odo then. This is where as Elliot has alluded to, this is where Odo basically dooms his entire species and guarantees the Federation victory in this war, really. Yeah. And he does it yeah. by nobbing the female changeling. Well, I mean linking no, with it? the female changeling, he knobs the next it episode.
1: No, it was yes, It was done in uh, Broken Link, wasn't it, when he when he first came Yeah, out. you're right, sorry.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I forgot already, when he actually it, it, got it. He's just he's it, just given you a top up in this episode. Yeah, that's it. This is like the the COVID <laughs> booster.
2: Yeah, we <Well>, didn't, <laughs> were not it? it? Wasn't. Yeah, but that was linking. That wasn't because uh, they do human.
0: love. They do TV do human stuff, stuff, but we'll. Yeah, but they
2: we'll do they do, as they do link. They do human stuff. I love that. <laughs> they do link as well. It's a family. Getting kinky. But let's you do some human stuff tonight. But he's already, already sure. been. In, it's already
1: been into the into the Great Link.
0: He has, you're right. They're all already doomed. Um, yeah. And so he's lost track of time and all he wants to do is Link now. and there's he's obviously, slipped into the Great Link. Yeah, even before they do do that, obviously this is all a big sort of sexual metaphor for being seduced and blinded with desire and everything and he can't resist her and all this. But but Frodo, the, there's more layers to it than that, it's this whole thing about like, the connection and feeling like he belongs with his people and all that business.
1: Yeah, it's like there's a lot of this where it's played as if she's... Like, going back to previous episodes as well, as if she's distracting him from what's going on. But she is, oh, yeah. definitely. Well, yeah. yeah, but I don't think she... Act- I know some of it she's keeping him from, but I think a lot of it is she's genuine that getting him back to the link is more important than anything else oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely true.
2: On. yeah no one doesn't think that but it's like i i just think it's kind of case of that it's like a two-part plan it's like you you separate him away from his people yeah you surround him by the link uh, show him everything that's amazing about it and then when you do release a bit of information as she does in the second episode that we're talking about tonight you, you know, I think she truly believed that he would just be. Oh yeah, fine, yeah, just do it. I just think
0: she, I think she underestimates. Um, I think she his, played the too soon. Yeah, I think the.
1: Yeah, I think I think uh, three days and just a quick air uh, bit of rumpy pumpy isn't quite enough to make somebody change morally. No, it depends on rumpy
2: pumpy, obviously, but
0: especially not someone... <laughs> I mean. <laughs> we will get there but you would imagine it would be very good given what they are capable of doing you know
2: yeah oh, i mean the, yeah straight from the get-go with this though just i i've always felt the way they deal with the um odo's like go to, towards the darkness towards the light if you like is just it. it's not it's a bit weird. Like, you know, it's like the moments when it there's not like a moment when he really has some epiphany. Like he's insulting people one second. It's only when they mention Kira every time that he comes one round. Mm. I like to think it's more about him just wanting some nookie. You know, it's like, I, I always felt a bit- I don't think it's How much they pushed about, that agenda. Are
1: you got go to say
2: how you said it in our little chat? Uh, swan, I believe it was uh, Kira Maurice's pieces he wanted. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't think it's
0: that so much as, I think, for him, because he's not been in the link all his life, basically. I think it it's addictive, and I think it, it's almost like an endorphin yeah. rush when he does do it. So it's almost like he's sort of loved up and doped up at the same time. So I think his faculties are very, very reduced at this point yeah and it, I, I
2: would say the way they've sorry mate no 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 carry on no just no. the way they frame it i would say they always but it's like yeah the the female changing says it's like oh did you wish you had sex with kira then when he's talking about it it's like oh i i, I expect you can probably guess why uh what happened or why i changed my mind you've got um there was another reference as well like it always seems to be framed around him just doing it for Kira and it just yeah, I think, think sounds makes the character more one dimensional than it is in that moment,
0: yeah. But then I think it's, I think when he's weighing it up, like I do think he has loyalties to the Federation and to Beijing and to the Alpha yeah. Quadrant, no, it, but it, I, it I slips think up
1: in the next episode, and but, that's when he has,
0: yeah, the like I and think that
1: isn't about Kira,
0: no, I, the way I, it's
2: framed is all through Kira. I think
0: so. that how seductive the link is to him he could look past everything else but he can't. you know to get that he he could cast everything else aside but he can't do that to Kira because of how he feels about it that, that's my take on it
2: I get what they're going for I just think just the way it's framed is just again It, it it's yeah I, it, I would throw a bit it, more it, like everything it's, about it's one of them things
1: that because of how, like, if you think about it, when you watch this originally, this was spread over a month, month and a half, mm-hmm. of yeah. how you'd watch it. But now you watch it back and we've watched, and you watch it in the, in a day. <laughs> you watch it in a few hours, so you see the time scale of his slide a bit differently. Now True. from how we originally saw it. Because now it looks very, very slow. True.
0: Um, to some really good good stuff sort of throughout the episode like we've got mm. <laughs> Kira going to see Wayun and there's, they talk about Rom and I love how that scene finishes that Weyoun, uh he's got Zial's drawing and he says would this look better if it was blue <sighs> and it just shows how completely disconnected he is from everything It it's so cool well, well it's oh,
1: sorry, it, it's not sort of like i it is cold, but I don't think it's disconnected. I think it's just showing, he was showing with that he's indifferent to the fate of Rob. Mm. He couldn't care less. What Bob him said is the dominion. Mm.
2: I I feel what it is, is that, you know, because uh, I was very struck by the scene, because I love the fact that it sort of like, sounds a bit like a previous scene where he's talking about like something that the um, the aren't, to do or like he talks about the eyesights and stuff later No, like, in this is scene was really strange what but in this scene it's like uh, he um I'm oh, sorry I lost my train of thought sorry after you Elliot I'm sorry I forgot no, what I was saying.
1: like this whole thing with his eyesight because we we'll see it in the next episode as well I'm this way where I don't I don't understand this politics and all that I've got really bad eyesight I was thinking
2: these are the diplomats
1: for the dominion and have to go into all sorts of diplomatic situations being able to see things and and spot little oh, nuances yeah. because of how people are moving i thought that would be really
2: important i, I, th- I thought that was insane um, mm, I, I thought this is
1: a really really strange thing for the dominion because these have been specifically bred by the, the by the founders of the water. So to breed them that they can't see very well seems a really strange thing for you. Chief diplomats that the- Yeah, going to notice, uh,
2: The only logic- Because I, I thought the same thing. The only logic which I thought behind it is that if they can't see that well, especially to fly the ships, they're relying on the jemadar who are bred solely for loyalty beyond everything. And even though the are are loyal, they're bred for diplomacy, so maybe they've got more of a predilection to yeah. um, out like, you know, outthink their programming if you like. I think Whereas it's the just, cimitar- yeah, it's it's a deliberate
0: thing by the founders. Keeping like, everyone in line. Yeah, we're gonna build in uh, for want of a better word, a defect, that's probably how the founders would see it. Um what episode was it when she pretended to be Kira, trapped heart in the crystal, heart of stone, yeah. yes. Um
2: but yeah, but yeah, that's my logic on that one. But the, with the painting thing, because I thought it was tr- it, the, it was pre- it was almost like it was presented as if he's trying to humanize himself. He's talked a few times about like you know he works in diplomacy and stuff, and he kind of almost seems a bit curious about humanity. Mm. And when he goes like, uh, "Oh no, no, Rom's going to be executed!" Oh, my, major, and he doesn't even break breath between the two sentences. Major, uh, would this look better in green or blue? Whatever he says, I and remember. I was, I, I think it turns from him trying to look like looking like he's trying to humanize himself to being like psychopathic it is yeah well it it plays a
0: psychopathic to us but i don't think wayoon understands that that is not how a conversation should go like i I I think it seems perfectly normal to him that um, you would just talk I mean? about that, let's yeah. talk about this. And he, do, he and, doesn't see that that's not what you've also got to
1: bear in mind is that <coughs> in the gamma quadrant with, with the Dominion, he made they made it a diplomatic call to go to all these planets, but all these planets are, are subdued at this point. Mm-hmm. And he turns up and he goes, Do this, and he go, Yes, sir. I, I there's think there's no actual diplomacy that True. we think of where you negotiate and all that. He turns. He, he sniffed like he turns up and he goes, it tends to be really nice. And he goes, Ha, ah, and uh, we want a million barrels of oil this year. Mm. And the, and the, and he's got a whole fleet of uh Jemadar behind him. And uh, whoever he's negotiating up with goes, Yeah, of course, sir. That's no problem. We'll do get that to you straight away. Do you want to take half the price of normal?
2: Yeah, true. <laughs> But um, yeah, I was just thinking it's like, it's almost like the Vorte, though, um, or a metaphor for uh, Chat BT, because it's like, it's it can mimic humanity really well, but then it'll say something really deeply inappropriate that doesn't belong. And it sounds like it is sociopathic. It's that whole thing of like, oh, talking about like um, killing a squirrel and taking his guts out, being on the same level as talking about the weather. You know, it's just that unawareness. Yeah. And they are sociopaths. The way you see the not not um, squirrels, but the vorta. The way you see oh, them. Well,
1: squirrels are. Hey, squirrels! That well, I was in the Tufty Club. I'm not getting club. into I know, this of, I know all about
2: oh, squirrels.
0: The things. Tufty Club. Elliot, Bloody Elliot hell. James.
2: Uh, I, I know but we're giving how the way I'm age. <laughs> no, guys, I know how evil they are. Why do you think I don't want to piss them off? No, that's Good point. Good point. Uh, yeah. They said it. They said it. Killed yeah. Them. <laughs>
0: Okay, so uh then we get Zial and Decat and she asks him for mercy. That doesn't go well. Um I mean all the interactions between these two are just great in these episodes. Um but well I think we'll talk more about them when we get to the, the more juicy yeah. stuff. Mm. And then Quark and Lita, they're coming up with this plan to rescue Rom. And even though that's what Quack wants to do, is Ferengi's side kicks in and he negotiates uh, she's gonna work for free for right. a while. Well
1: that's it that's it. he's <laughs> talking to Rob and and, and all and she goes, I'll work I'll work for free if the double tables for free if you could free it, get pull this up and free it. For how long? And Rob's going, What? Stop this! No, yeah. this is serious <laughs> Negotiate.
2: <laughs> but why does why does uh does she suddenly turn into a small dog through parts of the conversation? Mm. Mm. Oh, what yeah, is, she is, does that, It's a weird, characters. it's a weird, it's a weird cry, innit? It's so like it, it feels like. Uh, uh, some, let's face it, male showrunner or, or producer or something has thought that would sound really cute and made her do it. That's yeah. how it feels. I, it doesn't it feel like, I don't funny. feel like Chase I mean, wants to be doing that. I, I think it's meant to be funny, but I agree with Squee here.
1: I think it, she's probably been, is probably right. A male showrunner has made her do this. We so have met Chase and she does not do that at all. She doesn't? No. <laughs> but it's
2: like, it's, I just felt so patronized. I really hate it and like every time I heard it, it just made my skin crawl. Yeah, it just sort of sounds right, doesn't sound great, does it? Feels uncomfortable. It feels No, like, it's yeah, weird. It's, it's
0: yeah. like she's doing a comedy bit um in this moment, and it's like, nah. Yeah. Anyway, um Descartes then. I'm gonna get DeMar to go and talk to Zial which yeah, i suppose actually. is showing that he's getting more and more desperate like i've got this lackey i'm going to go get him to sort out my daughter for me and it's just it, it, it won't going to work dickat i mean as it, as it turns out kira happens to be there when he does and it goes very wrong well, for Damar. Right. but
2: um i mean as much as i kind of like um understand it plot wise it's like it does feel like, right, we're showing you this moment so you know when later events happen, they don't like each other, just in case. Well, you wouldn't. It,
1: it, so, it's very interesting, isn't it? When you look at this with the early interactions of Damar and Kira, mm. you see how much she dislikes him, but how but her role towards the end, where the end goes, was more it, meant to be with
2: Zial. Zial, I think, it, like you showed. Him and Ziel not getting on earlier yeah. to then pay it off later when You sure Demar well, I
1: meant I, I meant he with Kira because these yeah. are Yeah it, like I know we have seen Demar a little bit earlier on in it, but these are the first sort of ones where we Biggest see bit. a lot of him. Where he's yeah. getting a lot into it. And we've seen a lot of interaction between him and Kira. And this is worth remembering for quite a lot later down the line. It is, definitely.
0: How these two are. I think what's happening with Damar and Zial is he's building up more and more resentment because it's like, I've got a job to do, a dad's telling me to go and talk to her when I should be doing my job. Then it's like, I just got absolutely chinned while trying to do this job with her and that's her fault. She's compromising my superior, and it's so all these layers and layers of resentment yeah. are building up, which will obviously pay off and, and, next and, episode.
1: He's also, like, you've got the cat, he's also looking, he's not noticing that. the Is a collaborator with Kira, but the Ma is seeing it very cleanly, what's Yeah, you're right. The cat is seeing this whole thing through rose-tinted spectacles. Yeah, he is. He's not noticing.
2: Also, he doesn't seem to realise that if he says in front of other Kardashian soldiers, it's like, uh, oh, that major Kira, she's a bitch, she's so uh, keen <laughs> to me, like, that that's going to engender anything but rage from them. Yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't realise they, they just, like... To be fair, though,
1: um, Demar does say this to Quark and he goes, I, do, I don't understand what the uh, cat sees in her, and Quart just turns around and goes, What you don't? Are you blind? What's wrong
2: yeah. with you? <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. It's, I mean, Descartes, I think it's because he's used to his position being unassailable, and he thought as soon as he was back in, he would be the leader of everything. And it, he's finding out that he's not for lots of reasons. Um. We get a lot more sort of towards the end of the So we get a lot of big things thrown in really quickly. So Nog gets a promotion. Nog is now fully cool. in Ensign. Starfleet and he's rocking yep. the grey uniform. So good for him.
2: Best yeah. face of Nog ever. <clears throat>
1: yep. I, I do like Nog in Ensign's uniform. I do. And He's then, brilliant. And it's like the whole
2: series for him, I think, is really yeah. great. It's like when he's under the vine, I think he's at his best in, in that uniform.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Sisko um, just drops out of nowhere, I'm going to go and live on Bajor. And that's obviously going to be a really big thing for his character.
2: I love it when he goes into, like, uh, uh, when the Admiral basically goes like, uh, yeah, sure, sounds nice. nice, doesn't even cover it. And it's like, yeah. it, is, yeah. it is wonderful Avery Brooks born <laughs> acting yeah. right there. It, I it, love it, it when he goes into something so characterful and it just... No one's no, ever uh, speaking like, like that, and if feel anything, but na- it's like, na- like na- the Garden
1: of Eden. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's his voice takes on like almost a musical quality sometimes when he's yeah. been sort of wistful, yeah. and yeah, it's, yeah. When I was a fan, she, well, so she should be. Avery Brooks, brilliant.
1: Yeah,
2: I, I told you. I told them what
1: you thought about Avery Brooks. It was great. See, yeah. We've got the whole cast on now tonight. <laughs> and yeah. then the episode finishes and we get the
0: massive, massive fleet shot again, which is great. And Cisco gives his May Fortune Favour the Bold, which gives us our, our episode oh, title.
2: It's, it's yeah. really nice because uh, this is at the end of this episode and the beginning of the next one. You see the wonderful shot of all the different starships. Like, they've, they've used quite a few galaxies, but... Yeah. Generally, there are so many different types of ship. It's just a, a, a wonderful sight to see. And then you see the well, other side, which the Kardashians and the Jem'Hadar, and it's like cut paste, cut paste, cut and paste. Cut and
0: paste. Yeah. <laughs> just
2: the same two ships. Just I mean, like, the, yeah. the Federation side oh, is
0: cut and paste, like, but there's well, more variety. It's more
1: imaginative cut it, and it's and it's paste. All, yeah. <laughs> but it also, so this period gives rise to the, what's known as um, the Frankensta- Fleet oh it's, yes called the modeling circles because there's because there's lots of um kick bashes yeah. done for the models where they'll take the rear of voyager and put a Maki fighter. oh that's it. the,
0: the worst uh, one where it's Jürgen the Maki fighter and, with a but, voyager saucer that is an and oh, one of yeah, they, they were just it. like
1: but, the but one of them they were just like of them. upside down <laughs> but there's loads of that done where they'll put different the cells from yeah. one model onto another. Yeah, they literally Elliot, went out and bought loads of AMT kits.
2: Yeah, yeah, which they did on the original series. Whenever the model broke, they just brought it from a kit shop because they yeah. licensed the exact same model to the <laughs> kit shop. Yeah, but yeah, wasn't there wasn't there one early? I am remembering correctly where they just literally turned it upside down to create. Oh a kit yeah. Shop? Yeah, yeah. that is the most blatant, and I love it.
0: That was where the concept for the Reliant came from originally. I I thought it was the Reliant.
2: I didn't want
0: to say it. It's not literally, they didn't just turn the Enterprise upside down, but the concept was, what if the Enterprise was upside down?
1: Well, one of the original drawings for the Enterprise was it being upside down. Yeah. That was how it was not to be.
2: well i mean i the thing went is like away, it, went, oh that
1: looks better
2: <laughs> it's it's the thing that they always do though of the uh the federation always has a million one different types of ship every other alien race two two yeah. at maybe one like gemido you just get one not the on least loads no yeah, i was going to say lot of it's about three but it's true. about a dozen
1: different sizes that's but, true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Cut, paste, shrink.
2: <laughs> Cut, paste, shrink.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah, so
0: then we get the Charge of the Light Brigade. And like you say, it's it's very handy that they both happen to know the words to Charge of the Light Brigade.
2: No, no, you see, I, well, I, I, just, I would believe they both knew it because, like, be fair, uh, O'Brien, he would be a military historyist. That would true. that totally make sense. And I think Bashir's memorised the library. Yeah, but... Yeah, uh, fair point. You no... Know, no, to be fair, that's it's nail on the head with these two. You have played this in the uh yeah. deck. <laughs> and guys, may I? It's bullshit line corner. Because Go on. Nog, uh would you stop reciting that? It's like, Oh, calm down and it's only a poem. It's not the poem that bothers me. You literally just said it was. You literally just said, Could you stop doing that's, that poem? Yes, it's yeah. bothering me. Like okay, not literally, but yeah, very close.
0: Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Nog. It make your me mind up. up, Nog. You're an yes. ensign now. We can't have this sort of rubbish coming out of your mouth.
2: At least say that's <laughs> not really what's bothering me because then you're realising there was something subconsciously going on.
0: Yeah. Uh, uh, we, it's just
2: the English language for a reason. That's all I'm saying. We do get...
0: Cisco and uh DeCat sort of against each other tactically in this that Cisco's like we need to punch a hole through and DeCat's like he's trying to punch a hole through.
2: Oh, we're on the second episode. So,
0: yeah, we're into the second episode.
2: <laughs> and Oh, the whole plotting of the way this kind of like the, the their decision to retake Deep Space 9, then like cuz if you just have it that they that the they're about to take down the mines and word gets to the Federation, you get that thing of like suddenly it's like space magic. Basically, it's like suddenly mm. a million uh, Federation ships <laughs> are just there, ready for the fight, and then the Klingons get uh, another million ready just as backup later. Uh, well, but but if they're already planning an attack, yeah, it gives them some kind of chance of success. Yeah, but they're against the odds because they have to launch it. And they the do it's so well. played. They so do pilot, pay.
0: Yeah, they do acknowledge that, that they're like, right, it'll leave this undefended if we do it, it'll leave that undefended. Yeah. But it's like, no, but we right. have to do that.
2: Like I it, like, it, I think it's I, pretty logic-proof. Like mm-hmm. I like
1: Cisco's point in the briefing about it all, and the Admiral goes, this will leave Earth undefended. Yeah. And, I, and it's sort of like, hold on, all these fleets are out at Kardashian's base, which is... Uh, several weeks from Earth at maximum warp, yeah. allegedly. So, it's not pulling anything from Earth at the moment, No, they won't be able to get there in time, even <laughs> if it is <laughs> yeah. did. So. But and it, but and Cisco makes a great point because Earth isn't the key to the Alpha. No, budget, exactly. Always, but DS Nine is what we need to control. To, it's it's to actually be able really, to nice. Control yeah,
0: it really nice. the Yeah, the Federation. Sorry, go. On.
2: No, I was just going to say, it's it's nice that this series goes so Bajor centric. It actually puts Bajor like in this plot line before uh, the Earth and the Federation. center. it's really nice. No, that's like they made us care or, you know, care about the Bajorans so much they can do that. It doesn't have to be about us. Mm. And that is so start. So just very quickly, it just made me think how Star Trek it is, the whole idea of like putting yourself out of your, outside your own frame of reference mm-hmm. to care about other people. But I kind of just love that about this.
1: Like, I think it's wrong that say, like how they're going about Earth as well, because as humans, we're only one of four founding members mm-hmm. of the Federation. The Federation is hundreds of worlds now. Yeah. So why does Earth have a special... Technically, the it... Federation
0: president, their office is on Earth.
2: Mm. Oh, oh, although but, um, England uh, has seceded from the Federation in the Fred Sick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's not uh, because we want to make uh, our own uh, trade deals. That's,
2: I'm sick of be, the Federation making uh, laws for us. To be personally.
1: fair, we uh, yeah, want uh, our sovereign right.
0: That'd kind of worked because we'd be like, well, we'll make trade deals with the Ferengi, but the Ferengi will be like, do you have any money? Ah, shit, no, we've been in Federation for 200 years. We, yeah, mm. we
2: don't have money anymore. And, and, and the, of course, uh, the government, and quite frankly, could be any government uh, of the UK, would be like, well, we've got some gold, if you want that, and just giving away the silverware.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> I'm sure they would.
2: And again, that's not against one particular government. Any of them would do that quite happily. That's okay.
0: true. Um, fact, so pretty- we get another bit of dick measuring between Decat and Weyoun, and I really like this bit where they're talking about Cisco opening up the hole, and yeah. Decat's like, I... <laughs>
2: sorry, sorry, do you want to reword that? No, to no,
0: up? Cisco no, trying no, to pry I'm,
1: open I'm, the I'm, lips no, of the I fleet. don't think you should at all. Because I think dignity might be important because I think could
2: win on this. Yes. And it's, it's worth saying also <laughs> that um, DeCat made it clear he wanted to close his hole for him.
0: He did. Um, and the, the, all, this episode is all about making sure the hole can open again, the the wormhole in this case. But uh, but it, it's just great how they try and, like, neg each other. Like, DeCat says, well, he's trying to do this. And then Yun goes, ah, yes. And then Decat's like, Well, why don't you explain it to the founder? Decat's sorta of going, I don't think you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I can quite t- <laughs> be
2: as possibly as be as eloquent as you. It was it's really nice. And it's just dripping with sarcasm. Yeah, I agree. Long you know long. what these two
0: would be like? The these two would be like, Oh, Decat, I've started listening to a bit of Guns N' Roses. Really, William, can you name eight of their songs? that's what that's what these two would be like
1: he's going and around he, in a hoodie no, no it'd be really can you name any of their songs that aren't on appetite for destruction so basically you're
2: saying William would be a teenager in a hoodie with guns and boxes on <laughs> it yeah that's it they'd but be like be a teenager
1: in a hoodie with appetite for destruction yeah and Nirvana's
2: big, uh, the the, fam- the yeah. really big one for them wearing the hoodie and not knowing who Kurt Cobain is exactly it's like, it's like when
1: you see teenagers walking around with Nirvana in it yeah
2: yeah that's isn't that what I said?
1: That is sorry. what I said.
2: I keep cutting
1: out, <laughs> I I keep cutting out a little bit on. But the weird thing is. <laughs>
2: no, sorry, my 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 head's all over the place. And the boat I was like, did I did I say that? I'm, I'm you honestly maybe not did. sure. I keep, I keep yeah, the out, lag, so. the, the weird
0: thing lag. with the Nirvana thing is, people were doing that when I was at school, um, and they're still doing it now. But anyway, um, yeah. So everyone gets arrested. All the the resistance get arrested, and. Cisco knows that Decat's setting up a trap but he goes for it anyway and then you get this bit where you see how delusional Decat is that he's talking about I can't believe they haven't got a statue of me and he 100% believes that and he can't understand why they've not got a statue he's that oblivious to what he's done
2: I think it goes and and I think they've really studied um some uh ex-nazis and like there's some of the speeches you've heard that they've given where they do feel like they should have been celebrated as liberators somehow for all their evil they still mm-hmm. don't get it and it's like seems like root from those pages and it's like it's really quite if you know your history a little bit it's it's really shocking i think people who don't know the parallels i think they could just be entertaining but it's like it's really quite shocking stuff like yeah you do you
1: you do have it don't you you have a scene don't you where the cat starts toasting the victory and how they've taken the alpha quadrant yeah and why you turns around to him and he goes (laughs) we haven't yet there's still five hours till this happens a lot can happen in five hours which is foreboding (laughs)
2: <laughs> well, it's also the fact that he goes, um, he said, it's like, oh, yeah, but uh, it's such a prize as the Federation would require so many uh, troops, so many ships, a huge occupation army. Yeah. He it's is talking so wholly about an occupation of, like... Because uh, this is the only
0: thing Decat was bothered about. He he wasn't thinking long-term when he joined the Dominion. All he was no. thinking about is, I want Noor back, and I want... yeah. The uh, I want I your your job, Yeah. And he and thinks he's federation. done after this. And obviously he doesn't end up staying with the Dominion much longer after this. But if he had done, I don't think he'd have been able to hack it because he'd have been like, well, I've done what I want to do. Why you, uh you involving me? I'm not sending any kind No, of no, no, troops. no.
2: What was happening like, next is the, if he hadn't main... got broken, he would have just uh, tried to take Cardassia back out and he would have got demolished like that's yeah.
1: what, what would have happened Yeah. well yeah but the reality is even if there's one hit if they had one here and the dominion had taken the alpha quadrant and why you says at this point that you have to take her to keep the federation down that's what that's yeah. the center of the federation this is like you need deep space line and Bajor for access to the gamma quadrant, but for the Federation to control it, you have to take her. Uh... And at that point when taking all the other planets and the rest of the Federation, Kardashian just becomes a little minor Colony again. Exactly. And, and, and all they're going to do is get
0: completely subjugated. Uh, they're not yeah. going to be a player exactly. in the Dominion no.
2: whatsoever. No, it's when he's coming and for his hatch and calling a victory, and he's talking about, like, the hundreds of uh ships which are about to come through and win the day. 2,800. Like the, well, it's the fact... That, well, yeah, exactly. But it's like when he's saying that, he doesn't have... Like he knows they're not his ships, but he isn't seeing how insignificant his planet is. He isn't seeing how much he'll get no. demolished when he tries it, to leave. Like he, he comes- still thinks he's a huge player, and it's just so. It, it, and also, you get like you get this with kind of world leaders when people go, it's like, oh. But um, they're so stupid. But this thing, it's, it's where they've got their intelligence. Like, he is so evil. He, he is a strategist of, of sorts, mm. but it's like he doesn't see past his own ego. That's his Achilles heel. It he, doesn't make he, him overall dumb, though, which I think is what makes he, him such a well-written character. Yeah. You can see in this battle scene
1: that he isn't dumb at all, but he's a great strategist because he's playing the strategy. He knows what Cisco's trying to do. He's going to do this to counter it, and he's, got, and he's moving all the pieces properly. But he hasn't understood what the Dominion is in the first no. place when he's made well, his it's, approach. It's that, a lack... That even inside in his pact with the Dominion and letting them come into the Alpha Quadrant to help them. Yeah, Dominion's ought to play nice with him. But you look at the Gamma Quadrant, the Gamma Quadrant, the Dominion rules everything. They are no sort of allies to Dominion. No, everyone the... is just a subject.
2: But it's it's a lack of emotional intelligence. So basically, as opposed to emotionally judging how people feel towards you, he uses his ego to determine, yeah. he knows he's great and yeah. he's the best thing ever and everything well, he thinks is correct. Like, so everyone else will. And it's, yeah, no emotional side like, to He has
1: the conversation, doesn't he, with Demar, after this war, uh, we'll deal with the founders and everything.
2: Will you bollocks? That's it will it. be yeah. crushing you again. I, I look, look forward to letting you teach him that lesson. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, just
0: yeah. He, yeah, he's such Is a wonderful character. Mr. the cat? I mean, not wonderful yeah. in that sense whatsoever. Well but, written. But yeah, he's such not, a great character. We all know
1: what you mean. Yeah. We all know what you mean. You're loving. You've got posters of him. You've got his uh, playing tennis one where he's. Uh, Bent over, his skirts riding up. I've seen them all. I didn't want to say now you yeah. put it out there that you think it's wonderful.
2: When when he's scratching his ass and his skirts up, you can see the dick that he's measuring. <laughs>
0: he's yes. Look, that was a paparazzi shot. That is not fair. That that is being shared online. Protect the man's dignity and his privacy.
2: Jim, you're just upset because you were standing next to him and you we can see you willy between. <laughs> you. <laughs>
0: Well, let's not go down that hole. Oh,
2: oh, it said <laughs> hole again.
0: Um, okay, speaking of, um, uh, should we just talk about dirty changeling sex, though? So the yeah. founders, like, right, yeah. so that's how you do it human-wise. Now,
1: yeah. so don't you think this is really strange? And um, I think it's showing that the changelings have to change back into the human form fully close straight after. But if you see like I know Star Trek will never show you a proper sex scene or anything and we don't expect that. But we have had scenes where the it's implied the bad sex and people are in bed and all mm. that. But, but there's always covers and it. it's implied mm-hmm. the naked underneath. But this they sat up fully clothed. Oh it not really even annoys facing me. each other.
2: It really annoys me that her outfit is always like it looks, it looks skin-coloured as if it's meant to blend in, but it's clearly an outfit. It's weird. Yeah, Why didn't it, they just blend her whole body neutral? Like a, yeah, I a...
1: don't know. It is a weird one.
2: Like I either, either choose to give her no, an outfit...
1: I, I, just, I just thought it was really strange after a sex scene that they depicted them yeah. fully yeah. Both, sat back to back, so All the they looking at each other. So... Well, so, I... Look, you're trying to make this
0: conversation too highbrow. I'm going to bring it right down to what we're all wondering. <laughs> yeah, I've got to bring it to gutter, are at you. Yes. Do you reckon when they were doing it as solids, Odo decided, I'm going to make it the that big. I'm yep. going to make it that big and it's staying yes. that big. Or do you reckon yes. once he put it in there, he was
2: like, eh, a little bit more? The big one. I so
1: you yeah, no, i decided I, oh, the on the one, size no, 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 no actually I, i'm, I'm no, gonna play I, the two
2: theories bigger big and he made it bigger like he, he had balance issues by the time he was done it i reckon he was
1: altered it inside see i he, don't he think i don't thoughts. think
0: that he should do i mean hopefully he does that with kira because you know you might as well but if he's trying to show her what solid sex is like, you shouldn't be okay. cheating and using your changeling powers.
2: Okay, what he's size gonna use his do you think means? he went
0: for? What size do you think he went for? <clears throat> Depends what research he's been
1: doing, doesn't it? Like, if he's Depends been watching species? a bit of porn. Like, Honestly, there's, he also... Recommend? He does study different species as well. Ooh, do you reckon he went Klingon two dicks? Uh, well, we, I
2: don't
1: know, but let's...
2: Let's
1: face it. Um, what species was that spider
2: that he had sex with? She wasn't human, obviously. She wasn't. No. I mean, we we have seen Klingon porn in Discovery before, so you know. That's true. Uh, but yeah, I, what what I was curious about is though, uh, when they're going to it and and they're going towards the the climax, shall we say, of events? Mm. We know when matter leaves a changeling, it turns back into goo. Yes. So does that bit then becomes part of her, or does it? There's goo within does her? Does that
0: yeah, does, does and which goo? And does yeah. so it so if Odo released some of his goo at a certain point during the the procedure. Goo first. Yeah. Would that goo then link inside the female chain That's what I'm Yeah, good question.
2: And then <laughs> does he need to at the end go like they touch fingers and get to back?
0: So someone Here's your someone back. needs to go and Get into the slash fiction and answer these questions because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Ooh, or maybe, yeah. maybe
2: to give him to give him the, uh, the the bit of him back. Do they have to do a snowball? Oh. Maybe, yeah, probably, <laughs> <laughs> probably. One for the Kevin Smith fans, especially. Yeah, him.
0: no, I think you're right, and I think we should leave that there. I think
1: we. <laughs>
2: Well, you said lower the tone, so I thought well, I'd go. Well, I think it's
1: well, we're not hit, going to this We've hit the bottom <laughs> of the lower uh, of
2: Okay, can I just one more serious point ahead about All it? All serious
0: please. now.
2: The actor who plays uh the female changeling, uh-huh. she French or something is there an accent to her voice
0: Uh, she's called like solemn gens or something so it it sounds like I
2: think maybe like some sort of accent to her because I love the fact that it's sort of like it seems like a perfect storm of I think there is a choice of acting cold in this character all the way through even when they're talking about sex it's talked about in a clinical way Mm -hmm. it's like she understands they've just had that uh, connection but to her it's like it's just a clinical thing and I love the way she does that but yeah it's her acting I think it is a bit of her accent and also I think the prosthetics maybe create this voice a little bit but she has such a very specific very flat voice which almost sounds machinist in this i just i think it's wonderful and the (laughs) fact that she maintains it while they're talking about sex is kind of very on point i felt
0: yeah no she's really good um so back to the battle then so obviously this battle is absolutely spectacular and we say this so many times throughout deep space nine but this is probably the best battle that we've ever had on Star Trek to this point. <laughs> and now we'll say that best, again though. before uh, we get uh, to the
1: end. Uh, yeah,
2: do you think we, it's we, a better one than this?
1: Yeah. I, I think, think maybe it, the finale is. Yeah, there's better battles. There's better battles than DS9. I don't think there's better battles that have been done <laughs> in Star Trek.
2: Yeah, this might be top, top, top couple. You know, uh, it's like. It's, and, it's and, so I mean,
1: and, and I'm going even through all you. Uh, Picard, though. Yeah, I, I will give Picard may
2: enter the top ten, though. Certainly. Yeah, it Picard was, was yeah. awesome. It was to the top. Pounds. It
1: was awesome, but there's and it's what I said earlier. There's something about using physical models. There is, absolutely. Yeah, but just look. You can't get away from the fact that it's a physical model. It's crisp. Yeah, it, it is what it is you're not it trying has, to see has all that surface
2: imperfect yeah. there's a tangibility yeah. to it
0: that is missing with CGI and, and that's fa-
2: why when they have a ship go like that's why I said at the beginning when they've got a ship going in front of a ship because that's CGI it <laughs> suddenly yeah. like goes from this amazing detail to like yeah, oh, looked a bit clunky you know yeah. which is a yeah. shame because I, I applaud them trying to make it even bigger and I, I think it still works but it's like that's when it kind of shows just a little bit
0: yeah absolutely um Talking of space uh, battles then, and Star Trek does this many, many times, and I've said on this podcast numerous times, if you're gonna rip off Star Wars if you're gonna rip off something for a space battle, rip Star Wars off. So this week's Star Wars rip-off <coughs> is the Klingons turn up at the last minute to save the day. And we see them flying out of the sun as they come to, which is basically the Millennium Falcon saving Luke at the end of the the Death Star trench run. But it's one of the great punch the air moments in cinema. So why the hell not? If you're gonna do so, it, just do it.
2: Sorry, could you just say that all again? Willow just went knocking fats at something. Basically,
0: the Klingons. <laughs> Make the Klingons turning up out of nowhere to save the day is very much Han saving the day during the trench run in oh, yeah. the first yeah. Star Wars. Um, but, so, but don't you
1: think it's amazing that they've not been able to punch a hole? Two Klingon birds of prey turn up to flank the new It's not t- just two, is it? <laughs> no, how we see it on screen. Oh, yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but they Lightroom. did. That, no, they said they're whole, going through. the like, the scene as we get it on screen is the Klingons have punched the hole. Can you get through it, Dax? And Dax goes, I'm going to help, going to try. And what we see is, on screen, the same bank of uh, Dominion and Kardashian ships has always been, no hole. We see the Defiant flanked by two birds of prey fly at them blow up like the huge dominion ships and all mm-hmm. sorts of ships and one bird of prey gets destroyed in this fortunately it wasn't wars bird of no
0: yeah
1: but it would be nice if it had been
0: alexander's
1: they just put <laughs> alexander's on oh prey yeah
0: prey. yeah we've got him again next week have not we
1: <laughs> and they just punch straight through <laughs> Yeah, But yeah. It no, is, uh, it's a beautiful shot. It looks amazing. I love it. It's, I, I, yeah. It's just like, it's what you show on screen compared to what is, like, there's hundreds of Klingon ships, but what we see is the frame with two birds of prey. Yeah.
2: They gave some very good descriptive sentences. Thank you. <laughs> it was fine. Going they had to save the budget somewhere.
1: Going on oh. descriptive sentences, and it's going back a little bit, and it's really nice because we've got what uh, Nogger's been promoted to Edison mm-hmm. just. And he's sat there, and you've got O'Brien explaining the tactics of uh, what Cisco's doing to try to put your hole through the Cardassians. No, no, it's not And it's, what they're doing g- the bet. No, this Garrick, is just not, No, uh, O'Brien explains it to him. And he's me. Because says
2: you're learning. Because, said, uh,
1: you're, you're, you're getting Garrick. a real education today.
2: Yeah, it's Garrick. I thought it was O'Brien. It's definitely Garrick. I remember it because okay. I remember thinking. It's Sorry. Like, I love the fact that it's sneaky Garrick kind of giving away the tactics, whereas I think, yeah, it's like he, he is the hes the one who's always... I thought it was O'Brien.
1: O'Brien who explained it, and Garrick turned around and said you're getting the proper
2: education today, Ed, Edson. I, I, it was I all can't the way remember, to be
0: honest.
1: <laughs> okay, so
2: either way it's a very i agree it's very, it, it um, is it's nice but
1: it's that sort of like talking to the audience what's happening but yeah. doing it really yeah. clever in the script well it's, yeah. um, they call it um it, you know sometimes uh, when you exposition it's exposition yeah. but sometimes exposition can be so clumsy how mm-hmm. it's done are you yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is really clever because you're telling it to a newly promoted ensign. Yeah,
2: that's why that's why I What's remember telling in my mind that it was uh, Garrett, only because I felt it's like they gave the it's like the the, the shady kind of tactics, even though very good tactics, yeah. it's like the the snidey thinking tactics he's explaining, which seems so in character. So I don't, uh, yeah, whereas like uh, uh yeah. you go to O'Brien once uh, more, you want a military uh, uh solution.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it was like. O'Brien was explaining military
1: tactics, and O'Brien is educating the prop. And Garrick, who goes, "You're getting the proper education."
0: Yeah, I remember it. My I way. might be. Remember no.
1: we'll, yes, I we'll see. Say, oh, well. Anyway, it so, was still nice and nicely done. Yeah. Back
0: on the station, then Quark has got his plan with the cake or the the hasperat souffle. <laughs> which I love how this is played because it's the cliche of taking a cake into the prison with escape things but it's all just a red herring to get the guy to sniff it and the way you go through it, and the way Quark sets him up for it, he's great because he's acting really shifty and he's like, oh, don't be doing
2: that. <laughs> oh, it's his delivery is beautiful. And he goes like, uh, don't, don't touch it. Don't poke it's it, very you're doing it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's brilliant. Delicate. It's like, it's, it's, it's the kind of like chefy terms. You like, know? It's, it's to be fair, have you ever made a souffle? Yeah, no. yeah, I know, it's very delicate. I've not
1: made
2: soup way. <laughs> well,
0: especially not in this case, because it leads to the prison break.
2: It's also, to me, it, it harkens back to Indiana Jones, where you've got, like, the guy who does this wonderful knife display and yeah. shoots like, him. It's like the left field unexpected. Like, to be fair,
1: it's has- normally served in, like, a flat wrap, like a sandwich. Yeah, it is. If you've never made a souffle, you will not understand the time it takes to make a souffle, the preparation, and how hard it is. And Quack goes up to Zial and goes, oh, do you know how to make an aspirat souffle? Like, that's a quick thing to make. Oh, to go oh, and
2: there and to by the number. way, yeah, yeah, they could, they could have made anything. Why does she need her to make this very specific thing? As well? but also, that is what it needs comes, to be. When he comes up behind her... Sorry, this, just remembered, like... There is no tension in either of them. It's the most obviously staged thing. <laughs> it's like when someone holds a coffee cup and just talks like this, you know, and, like, just yeah. shakes their hands around. It's the same thing. Like, you look at his arms, there's no tension. She isn't but, moving. Her face is doing a lot of wonderful acting, mm-hmm. but it's just really bad. Just look at... Yeah. The I think at this point,
1: with the aspiral souffle, there's somebody on the writing staff who has a real bone of her eggs <clears> but doesn't understand the cooking processes. Well... Because we've seen it with Drake's omelette. Yeah. We've now got a souffle as a quick dish to knock up.
0: You're right. There's clearly an egg problem in deep space now, well, in Star
1: Trek overall. In Star
2: Trek. (laughs) Oh, it's it's the next bit when they go through and it's like badass quark with the two Mm. guns. I am here for the... I, I never really thought about the... I never... I don't know. This never really stuck out to me. But right now, when I saw it, I was like, Puck looks
0: badass. I he n- does. i never thought he was badass. What I think's and, even better is his reaction after that he almost sort of after, goes into after, shock.
2: After
1: he's yeah. killed two people. Yeah, he does. Uh, he, it's like he, is, he acts badass all the time. Yeah. He acts really hard and cool. But he does it and he's shocked because he's yeah. never done that before. So
0: the thing, is a bartender. He's not a He's he not no like soldier. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's just a great little character yeah. beat. Like they could have had him just brush it off and carry on, but they don't. They they take time to yeah. play true do, to his I, character, no, which is I great. Don't
1: like, yeah, I do like that. ZL has to take the gun from him and, and to break the the controls, but possibly yeah, because she couldn't. uh Because he couldn't walk two steps and press the button. Yeah, this is not who
0: Quark is. He's done it for his brother, and he does do the right thing when push comes to shove, but this is not him.
2: It's almost a little similar to the last episode of Angel, uh, the Buffy spinoff, where you've got Mm. Lorne, the... the, um, Oh, yeah. um, And he... He basically, like, um, Angel sings a couple of bars because he reads minds through singing. Yeah. And he knows what he's asking him to do. And he goes, like, okay, I'll do this, but I won't be in the alleyway where you're meeting later. Yeah, that's it. I'm out. And he he goes and shoots someone because it's all about staying true to yourself. Yeah. And, like, fuck, you get quite a few of these crisis moments with Quark where he's like, you know, he gets drunk because he's not being who he wants to be. He's trying to be a good Ferengi, but he's ignoring yeah. part of his it, personality, which is enjoying it, fun, enjoying frivolity, enjoying people. But Quark is... Quark's
1: another... He's a really well-written character. Mm-hmm. He's so true to he, himself. He's so complicated. Yeah, but Always. he's a Ferengi. Yeah. yeah. But he actually tries to do the right thing, which is against being a Ferengi as well.
2: Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. He's always got to be treated he, he has, even when he, he tries he has, not to he has, be. He tries he to be what's expected of him. Yeah, he but does. But that's the thing. Whether it's being what he's expected to be as a Ferengi or it's like uh, being who his friends see him as, He, he no matter what expectation, if like if, if his friends expect him not to be Ferengi, he can't do it. If uh, the Ferengi expect him mm-hmm. not to be a people person, he can't <laughs> do it. Like He tries to deny, deny these yeah. things every now and again, but he has to just... Be himself, and that's what I love about him.
0: Yeah, no, it's. I think it's great. Um Then, yeah, we get a lot of action. So we get Odo turning back to the good side. I think we've talked about that. Um yeah. And the culmination of it, is, you know, we get a lot of sort of last second right. things. So it's we're gonna t- shut no, down the thing. We no, don't we have, no, we can't.
1: No, it is not last second things. Oh, right. At the start of *Fear the Bold*. It took 22 seconds to turn the computers back on. It did. Also, <laughs> turns round and goes to Ron, you better be quick, you only have 44 minutes to turn the computer <sighs> off. <laughs> mm. Yep. And he
0: doesn't quite manage it.
2: Oh, but this is so tightly done because you've got like, right, our objective is to turn the power off. Then it's like, we don't have enough time for that. I do have time to put the weapons off. They go off just after the fire shot. But then you've got the the fact that the weapons are down. The fact that the weapons are down. The fact that the weapons are down. It's perfect for the, yeah. the subsequent bit, which then it's like, and that's reliant on Sisto uh, going to work. It's all so intricately done. That's what yep. I love about this. It took to twenty-two
1: know. seconds to switch the switch off. Ah, but, but that 30. was
0: that was a Federation ship. This is a Cardassian station, as Chief O'Brien told you. Yes. No ends. Yeah. It is not and, as well. And they just,
2: <laughs> and they've just been monkeying with the programming to turn all Kardashian again. So exactly, and it's down. still it's like got
0: that. that program that he said were like a stray puppy in it or whatever You probably, You've probably
2: still got... You've now probably got a uh, Kardashian 94 running on uh, Windows 10. Absolutely shocking. Well. Or oh, Dominion oh, 98. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: exactly. It's Golda, not gonna, they're not
2: going to play nicely together. Right GolderCat's
0: not paid his £20 a month to get his blue tick put on it, so... <laughs> Yeah. yeah. It or
1: not, McDonald's UK mm. still runs on Windows ninety-eight and they keep patching over the That top does of it. not surprise so me it.
0: one bit. Um so they go into the wormhole. And I just want to put this out there. On a rewatch, this is brilliant. It fits in perfectly in the storyline they've been building over all the years. It sets up so much more to come. It within the show's internal logic, it's brilliant. At the time, I was like,
2: "No, I want more battle. What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the thing. I think this is very sad <laughs> as an adult watch who who loves the the uh, fighty fighty scenes. But no. you get so much good plot, so much good drama. It's, good. it's the right it, it,
0: it, story beats ahead. a kid, hit. you're right. But as I a kid, wanted you fighty, fighty, fighty. more of a battle. Yeah, yeah.
1: You know how the kid. How it's been talked about anthology series is mm-hmm. all that. I'd love to see an anthology series of where these 2800 Dominion ships were sent. Yes, I've always thought this. Where do they go? Because I don't believe that the prophets killed them, they sent no. them somewhere, but it didn't like they just sent them back to at Gamma Quadrant and closed the wormhole to them. Which had been the logical thing to do, not to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. They sent them somewhere else. Where to they send them? Yes. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like no Why is Which time and space have they? Have put they just inter? erased
0: them from time completely? Ooh. Like, do you think
2: when Giorgio gets out of wherever she was sent in Voyager, they're all there? <laughs> there's just a, yeah. There's twenty so two hundred Gemada ships.
0: I, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's
2: just, yeah.
1: So it's, like, it, it's just one of them things there's twenty hundred Dominion ships just dropped into some sector of space. Yeah. In the past or the future. we've um, God, what are we gonna say? Four five hundred Gemini on each? yeah maybe i mean i are like, yeah. going to be going through rich, with roll very soon and going crazy wanting to kill yeah. everything
2: i wonder if what <laughs> they did was something akin to like uh in doctor who there's uh one of the christopher eccleston episodes where they uh de-evolve a Slovene back to an egg so it can oh yeah serve. maybe because i wonder if maybe yeah there's some <laughs> some sort of dealio like that they he, she put the, um, sorry, Prophets put them on a world with kind of their memories erased without the addiction to white and... Maybe, I mean, for all...
0: No, piece. but I was going to say maybe they just moved them back out of the wormhole, but they didn't because their, their listening post doesn't he, that, pick them that's
2: up. Oh. Oh. That they don't come back. Oh, what they what they did is they they sent them back through the wormhole mystically into the past of of, of the Klingon world, and something to do with changing them, change their look just to to the uh, to their the Klingon colour. Oh, the Discovery yeah.
0: Klingons are actually this fleet of Jem'Hadar.
2: There you Ooh. go, solved. Solved. There we go. We'll have
0: that. We'll tell that one. Um... Yeah, but I do think it's great and it's great that Cisco bollocks the prophets that he's like, No, hang on, you're saying you don't interfere, but you are interfering, so if you're gonna do it, mean, do you it. You were just
2: interfering. You, Three you seconds all... ago you just said that you can't end your life. I think that's slightly interfering with the uh, life Yeah. a, a life. And, thing but thing this again. is where they call calling the Cisco in it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this is this Is this
2: the first time they start calling in the Cisco?
0: Nah can't remember to be honest yeah, i don't but... remember
2: them doing it before i think it might be and also it's like when they um i, I do a lot the callback in this as well aggressive adversarial yes yeah. no, it's, I love it's brilliant
0: it. it's so well done and again it's setting up so much more you get the impression they knew where this was going but it's point. also
1: but it's also really clever as well because the are going you're to end the game yeah. yeah,
2: he refers to it as they refer to it as a game because they put that language from him. Which is re- referencing the very first. Yeah, the baseball metaphor. <laughs> that which he is uses. also where we get aggressive adversaries. Yeah. It's all lovely, and then like it's it's almost like he gets shirty when he goes like, "What what are you talking about?" The game. It's like you you told him it. Like you said, yeah, that's you, what life's. You
1: taught meant. us it. Yeah, yeah, you work it. Yeah, you?
0: and I love the contrast between the baddies on the station. So you've got Wayoon, who's just like time to start packing. He's not bothered. It's like, yeah, we've lost a battle, but yeah, it is what it is. Oh, and, and the, even the founder. The founder's bit... like, yeah, well, it'll take a little bit longer than we thought. Never mind.
2: Yeah, it'll take well, a the and, whereas yeah.
0: this is the end of the world to Decat. This is DeKat the point that he completely, bent, completely loses it, yeah. And this I,
2: I just, from him. And
0: year. that, again, just shows he... Maybe he did have an idea, but he was... He was consciously trying to stamp the idea out in his own mind as to what his role in the hierarchy is it's like, Of course, they don't care if they lose one battle. Like, whereas De it's over. This
2: needs to be up. Yeah,
1: yeah. It speaks back like, to the idea of scale like that we were
2: talking about before with the uh, Kardashians versus the Minion. Yeah. Really.
1: So close. And we
2: just, uh,
0: just the note on like the production here. When you've got the scene, the Cat's walking through the promenade. And Star Trek so rarely, and it's because of the the nature of TV production at the time. Like you don't have as much time to do different camera setups, so you use your cameras that you've got in place. But they take like almost a handheld camera view, and it's moving about, and it's pointing up, and so the camera is reflecting his mental state at the time, and the fact that they they've took the time out to do that that will have cost a lot to get that shot because it's like well we can't just use the cameras we've got on the dollies all the way around ops anyway so it's just great attention to detail
2: well, speaking of budget, I mean, it's because they they opted for that as opposed to another scene they were going to do of him running through the promenade. It's going to be based on that scene from It's a Wonderful Life when George Bailey's running down, oh, oh thank you. And as opposed to <laughs> you've got Garrick going, fuck you, Garrick's, Fuck you, Odo's station office. Oh, fuck you, infirmary. That would have been good. It was, it was and also, the
0: fact that, and they do this every now and again, that we get wild decat hair. That they let his hair get out of place, which, again, is a good visual signifier of the fact that his mental state's deteriorating. It never looks quite right, because obviously it's a wig, not real hair, but it... Well, it's also, just how great. how much
2: hair gel do they get through on Cardassians? Oh,
0: no, it's a natural... The hair's naturally slick for Cardassians, I think. I think. Except they for can, when
2: they're distressed, that makes perfect
0: yeah, sense. Yeah, they actually. can secrete... That's it. It's a conscious effort to secrete the hair gel, and when you're distressed, you can't concentrate on keeping your hair nice.
2: Yeah. Five minutes to my pizza ride, guys, so... If okay, you
0: well, ask. we'll wrap it up. We're nearly at the <laughs> end anyway. Well, um, apart from Demar kills Zial...
2: How did he think that, that was gonna play? And and he's like, oh well you heard her. She was a traitor. I oh, think he case, thought just it was, my daughter.
0: I think he thought he was saving Cat. I think he yeah, thought I think if he I do did. this, Decat'll he'll, he'll, he'll he'll get over out it, out it and he'll he'll see the error of his ways. Um but I think for one moment in his life, Cat is briefly caring more about someone else than yes. himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like I, like, despite everything, despite how much, how differently we think we are father and daughter and we're saying goodbye in this moment. And it's just so, so kind of human. Of yeah. Him. It, it, this uh, hideous monster, like, the fact they make you care about him so well, often through this, this kind of scene mm-hmm. is just um, remarkable.
0: Like, it's very well done.
2: He w- she admitted to it that she had betrayed, betrayed
1: mm-hmm. him and all. Yeah. She was the collaborator and he was, he was just letting her go. Yeah. And yeah. you are still my daughter. I love you. I, I can't understand what you've done because of things, but I love you. It's your decision, and I'm not going to stop you. And then Demar just ruined it. it yeah. And that. Demar! Yeah, uh,
0: so that sets all. That Demar's irredeemable. We'll never come to like him again. We will never sure.
1: I'm sure that will never happen. Absolutely and that's not. And again, is it? Yeah. Bruce um, Wayne
2: and Batman will be seen in a <laughs> room together first, and you know they don't get on. <laughs> so, and then this
0: plays into, like, this sort of quietly heartbreaking scene where you've got everyone reuniting, and Garak's just wandering around looking lost, because yeah. he's oh, the oh, one who's happening. looking yeah, for someone got, who's
1: not there. Well, I it. you've got O'Brien and Bichette to... To Quark and the holodeck's still running yet. Yeah, we'll meet in an hour. You've got Dax and Worf meeting yeah. and, and everyone's cheering and then you've got this with uh Garak. It's like oh, it's it's brilliant. And, and it, was,
2: it was the perfect choice as well. I think Zayal, you you you'd introduced her enough to care about her. The best Zayal had been featured in these last few episodes. Yeah. and um. And yeah, but she's not one of the main characters who you don't want to kill off at this stage. Yeah, no, it gives it, you enough space. She, really like cl- d- she was a really clever character to kill to kill off at yeah. this point. Yeah, I, I think tough. they must have looked back to this we've, in we've um, Picard. Know... But, because Picard did the same thing with uh, with uh, Holby and um, True. Yeah, yeah shall Well, sorry, and, well
1: yeah. I was just say here we've got we've got to know Zial. We've got to see how she interacts with everybody but it's just how it affects Garrick. And yeah. This is the first time we ever see a chink in Garrick's armour properly. That's true. I, like, I know we saw it in Purgatory Shadow with his claustrophobia, but this is, in, in normal circumstances, a chink in his armour. Yeah, this is okay, different. I,
2: I I do need to talk about the last scene, but my my pizza's going to arrive in a second, so I'll I'll run off. But start talking about it, but the, don't don't go past the that last bit. Actually, we
0: won't. We'll, um, we'll talk yeah. about Dukat quickly, and... What right. you want to
2: talk about?
0: Well, 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 before we get to the last scene then, I'll just talk a little bit about um, Decat and the baseball. No, no, no. Like, that's been... It's been an ongoing motif ever since the Federation had to abandon the station. And you've seen him pick it up now and again and mock Cisco and everything, but in this episode it almost becomes... Like a a blue a blue blanket thing for him. Like he will pick up the baseball and he's holding it throughout this episode as everything's going on. And obviously this ties into the final scene that we're gonna get. Um. So I thought that was really interesting the way they they use the baseball you say, as
1: a. You you mentioned Ball, and Willow got
0: excited. That was it, exactly. So apologies that we've had to mute Willow. But um, I think what she was doing was telling us all about what her feelings were on the, the metaphor and on everything. Balls. <laughs> so we're now on the final scene, Dr. Squee, oh, where... You,
2: you guys could mute me. I was like, oh, fuck, I better get up there and mute that fucking
0: question. That's fine. No,
1: it's OK. We were talking about Balls. A willow we goal. talked
0: about the baseball. That was it. You Should never say ball in front of a dog. Yeah. Like <laughs> so yeah. So this final scene where he hands him the baseball back, and he's he's just this completely <sighs> broken man.
2: But I forgive you too.
0: He gets yeah. a dig in. Yeah, exactly. It's like I forgive you, Cisco. Like, nah, not really. Don't
2: know. Well, it's. I mean, it's just the moment when he hands over the baseball because not only. <sighs> Does it work for that moment? It's so thematically satisfying yeah. that you know you've had um, Ducat going to the office to take over before knocking over mm-hmm. the baseball, and him handing it back, he's handing the station back because that is such a symbol to us of Cisco's Cisco in his ready room. Like yeah. that's the, the thing. Well, that's is, it. Is Cisco so
1: deliberately left the baseball as a symbol of his coming back. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And he gets handed place. back to him. To do that in a way that makes logical sense is great because otherwise you've got and, to have him finding it in the corner and, of the floor. Or and something.
1: this baseball being symbolic of Cisco coming back to the yeah. station. This is really paid off. Yeah,
0: yeah we're, we're gonna, gonna come back to that
2: <laughs> in a bit. And and everything this paves the way for undercutt's journey, because you know. Who would ever have predicted that his uh, fate would end up outside Kardashian, you know, like his whole mm-hmm. plot line now goes in a completely different. direction. Right? Yeah. Whereas that's all it's been about thus far. It's always been for Kardashian. Yeah, Like as, is blocks he's, he's, yeah. he's an egomaniac, but he believes that like because he believes that his um, way of thinking is the savior of the of the thing yeah. which is most important to him it's like a little parallels to mother russia kind of thing here
0: yeah, yeah. i mean the cat's journey i mean it's been brilliant up until this point but where it goes from here is just fantastic but yeah. as we stand at the moment then the good guys have retaken the station and we're ready to see what happens next which Unfortunately means Alexander's gonna put in another appearance but um, Are we covering
1: the next episode?
0: We are, yeah. When we when we recalibrated everything, we decided to cover the next episode as sort of an addendum to this one.
2: Okay. Which is the
0: next one? <laughs> it's the wedding. The wedding. Oh yeah!
2: Oh yeah! Great! Yeah, because you—oh yeah—you've got a series of really great ones coming up. So you've got yeah, uh, you're cordially well, invited. Mm. Statistical probabilities is great. Uh, you've got uh, which we're we doing next?
1: We've got the magnificent Ferengi coming up.
2: That's nif- magnificent Ferengi. I was going to say that was the yeah, one. Yeah, we oh. have a
1: return of Kieran. <laughs> the as, next as episodes, true- yeah, we're doing.
0: You are cordially invited, and statistical probabilities are the next.
1: Are we doing that? Oh, of which, course. That, that which? Which? Will be our 199th Ooh. episode.
2: Ooh.
1: And we will be out on Wednesday, one day before the premiere of Strange New World season Excellent. Two. So we got a lot. And that'll s- be 100. That'll be our so 100th our, episode. Our, our, uh, 200. Our, 200, like our 200th episode Good. of Fortnite on Wednesday. So fortnight yesterday will be the premiere of strange new worlds it's like we planned it
2: we which we never do we can't say that enough we do not plan any of this we planned this back in 1990 not 19. sorry two okay
1: 2020 2020, whatever we planned it where did we start
0: oh
1: it's during the war
0: we were all young, sprightly men back in them days. We I had a full head of hair. I had a full mouth of
1: teeth. Yeah. Um I was even fatter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was fatter, I'd lost weight. I was as well, yeah. So oh yeah, yeah, I used to be a meeting. I've meeting got five pizza, I, my I think, are tall enough for me.
0: Anyway, yeah. let's wrap it up there then and we'll let Dr. Squee have his pizza. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, we're at RetrekPod on Twitter, oh, gmail.com. It's fine. They don't need to see it on screen. I'm saying the words.
2: They don't, they don't understand. And you
0: can find us on just about every social channel. Elliot's got Retrek Model
1: Studios on YouTube. Uh, oh, it's not going to be relevant. I was hoping we we're going to do... Um, miss one of the next episodes, and jump straight to the Magnus of Ferengi and I can show my shuttle off. Well, we can see shuttle
0: when we get there. And <laughs> Dr. Squee, what have we got on the Dr. Squee show?
2: On the new, uh, more particularly formed uh, Dr. show on radio at 7pm till 8pm on SW20radio.co.uk. Uh, due to everything in the last week, I took this week off. So uh, I was talking about last week, I'm doing an interview with uh, comedian Ian Smith, who is from the Northern News podcast, amongst other things, uh, which I think you guys will get a huge kick out of. Um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to be talking to him uh, this week. So, oh, yeah, and you can catch a live video of it, actually, this Sunday at 10.30am uh, British time.
0: And we'll be back for the 199th episode of Retrek. Thanks for trekking with us this time, and we will see you next time on the Retrek.
1: Thank you. Goodbye.
2: Drag off an LLAP. Yes,